is January the 5th, 2014, and here we are right now, looking at the face of a brand new year. And everybody should be excited about the things that God is going to do. Amen? Yes. Hallelujah. We felt that oh, in the corporate prayer on this morning. Amen. Our corporate prayer leader was just so excited about the things that the Lord was doing. Amen. When Pastor Dory got up to welcome us, she was excited about the things that the Lord was going to do during our ministry of giving, our opportunity for prosperity. Amen. Minister was excited about the things that God was going to do. I'm excited about the things that God is going to do. You ought to be excited about the things that God's going to do. You know how it is sometimes when you get around somebody that's got a cold? You know how that is sometimes? And as far away as you want to stay away from them, you know, many times, ultimately, you end up with a case of the sniffles yourself. So listen, stay away from the people with colds. Stay around folk that have the anointing and that are excited about the things that God is going to do for them in their lives. Praise the Lord. We're going somewhere. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. But you know what? There are some people that aren't excited. And some of those people aren't with us today. But that's not God's fault. Hello, somebody. Hallelujah. Now, I know that there are some folk that are not here today because they had some other, and I'm aware of those particular uh, uh, obligations that they had to do on today. But then, look, everybody doesn't have a necessary obligation that was mandatory for them. Some folk are just being... Some folk, some folk are just being like they used to say back in the day, trifling, no count, no good people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just pitiful folk, just pitiful, pitiful, pitiful. But we don't know any folk like that, do we? Don't look at anybody. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Amen. Hallelujah. So some of them folk that fit that description that I just talked about. I mean, they're not here with us today, and that ain't God's fault. Excuse me, that's not God's fault. So when people start to miss church activities and prayer meetings and Bible study and church services, when they, when they start missing uh, tithing and their offerings, and, and in time, you know what? That's not God's fault either. There is no way... And I'm saying this now, that any saint of God should ever miss a prayer meeting, should ever miss a Bible study, should ever miss a church service or giving their tithes or their offering or spending time with the Lord at any time. Now, I know there may be some extenuating circumstances when duty calleth. Duty calleth in my life sometimes, too. But then there are times that there's no reason why. So here we are. Woo, what happened with the excitement? Come on, let me, let me, anybody know what the, has anybody ever seen a bellows? You know what a bellows is? It's one of those things, and they go like this. Back in, you know, and when they used to start fires in, in the fireplaces, they had this thing called a bellows, and they would go, shh, 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 like that. It would, you know, we would open it up, and it would draw in air, and they would push it out, and it would, shh, it would send out air. Let me get out the Holy Ghost bellows in here. I just took the air out of everybody. Let me get this fire cranked up. Here we go, Holy Ghost bellows. How's everybody feeling now? Don't shout me down now because I'm preaching real good in here this morning. 
Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So here's the bottom line, people of God. Are you going to be faithful? Put more than faithful. You, will you be willing to go the extra mile for the Lord? Well, remember now, if you said yes, you're held accountable for what you do. So in the book of St. Matthew, chapter 5, verse 41, Jesus said this. He said, and whosoever shall compel thee to go a mile, go with him twain, or to paraphrase it, if somebody asks you to do something for them, if you're required to do something, and they just ask you to do it for them, well, go a little further than that. So Jesus said, just don't go that mile, but go with him twain or two miles. So I think all of us have got some work to do. Amen. Amen. We've been living by the minimum bare standard too long. We heard earlier this morning that, amen, it is time to step up. It is time to get caught up in the things of God because God is now accelerating his plan and his purpose for your life, and he is going to do things He's going to take us further and faster. He's going to accelerate things at a quicker rate, but it's up to you to not debate. Amen. Hallelujah. Yes. Glory be to God. Faithfulness will carry you through trials and tests. Faithfulness will carry you through the good and the bad, all because you know that the Lord is your very present help when you need him. So it's up to you to be faithful to the things of God. It's up to you, amen, to stay tuned in, dialed in to the things of God and not be distracted by all of these other things that the enemy is trying to dangle before you. So when it comes to you being faithful to the Lord, will this be the year that it will be said, you were faithful for a while. Now there's some folk that aren't here today. It was said of them, oh yeah, they were faithful. Hello, somebody help me. For a while. Amen. Hallelujah. Now when I wrote that down, I wrote it down like this. Will it be said of you this year that you were faithful? And then I put a long dash like that. And then I wrote down for a while. It's up to you to erase the dash and put a period there and let it be said of you that you were faithful and that you were willing to go that extra mile and do everything that the Lord called you to do, everything that the Holy Spirit impressed upon you. You were willing, ready, willing, and able to do that and to do that much more as well. Amen. How about if the Lord said, look, I'll just give you what you need. But he didn't say that. He said he would do exceeding, far beyond, abundantly and far beyond anything that you could ever think, dream, or even dare ask him about. You see, the Lord is ready, willing, and able, and he will go the extra mile for you. Glory be to God. Isn't that all right? Hallelujah. I'm preaching real good in here on this morning. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. So now let's go back to our text. In Isaiah, we're going to begin reading here in Isaiah chapter 10, 
uh, verse 24, and we're going to read it down through verse 27. Hallelujah. Therefore, thus saith the Lord God of hosts, O my people that dwellest in Zion, be not afraid of the Assyrian. He shall smite thee with a rod, and shall lift up his staff against thee after the manner of Egypt. For yet a very little while, and the indignation shall cease, and mine anger in their destruction. And the Lord of hosts shall stir up a scourge for him, according to the slaughter of Midian at the rock of Orab. And as his rod was upon the sea, so shall he lift it up after the manner of Egypt, and it shall come to pass in that day. Everybody say, in that day. It shall come to pass that his burden shall be taken away from off his shoulder and his yoke from off thy neck and the yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing. Well, I believe, I firmly believe that the stage is already set because of the anointing. The course of history is about to be changed because of the anointing. Your life is about to be changed for the better because of the anointing. Look around you. This world is searching and looking for answers. The world is looking for peace and solutions to their dilemmas. Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, the Messiah is the answer and the solution for every plaguing question and paralyzing fear that any person could ever have. Hallelujah. Now let's go forward a little bit. Stay in Isaiah. Now let's go over to Isaiah chapter 61, verse 1 through verse 6, page 953. Amen when you get it. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Isaiah chapter 61, verses 1 through 6. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Now we're going to come back a little bit to what we read here in Isaiah chapter 10, verse 24 through 27 in just a few minutes. But here we are in verse 61. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me, because the, the Lord hath anointed me to preach good tidings unto the meek. He hath sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to pray proclaim, excuse me, liberty to the captives and the opening of the prison to them that are bound to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God to comfort all that mourn, to appoint unto them that mourn in Zion, to give unto them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they might be called, what? Trees of righteousness. The planting of the Lord, that he might be, what? That he might be glorified. And they shall build the old waste places. They shall raise up the former desolations. And they shall repair the waste cities, the desolations of many generations, and strangers shall stand and feed your flocks, and the sons of the alien 
shall be your plowmen and your vine dressers. But ye, but ye shall be named the priest of the Lord. Men shall call you the ministers of our God. Hallelujah. Ye shall eat the riches of the Gentiles, and in their glory shall ye boast yourselves. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Now I read a, man, a handful here, excuse me. But because of the anointing, you can hold your head up high with confidence, knowing that the Lord will go before you in every situation that you encountered, and you shall be called the ministers of the Lord. Hallelujah. You're going to be named the priest of the Lord. And I believe for all of us as people of God that there is an open door for a fresh harvest for all of us here in 2014. Amen, somebody. Be committed to the prayer and fasting throughout the entire month of January. Follow our prayer objectives and draw closer to God. Use this time to set a foundation for you to draw closer to the Lord. Make our prayer objectives. Make the things that the Lord is impressing upon your spirit. Make them a priority and you will be fruitful in every area of your life, spiritually and naturally. Say amen, somebody. Do you want to be extremely blessed? Hallelujah. Well, it will happen as you respond to the anointing of God on your life and minister to those that you encounter on a daily basis and your family and friends as well. Every great thing that you accomplish, and I want you to listen to me real good, every great thing that you are going to accomplish is going to be made possible because of the foundation that you establish during this month of prayer and fasting, people of God. Anointing breaks the yoke and causes you and me to prevail in every area of our lives. Amen. Hallelujah. Now let's go to Habakkuk chapter 3, verse 13. Page 1200. Glory be to God. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Amen. Just wave your hand. Everybody there? Habakkuk chapter 3, verse 13. Amen. Hallelujah. Everybody with the new iPads and, and all the other good stuff, huh? Trying to get used to it, trying to catch up with it. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Habakkuk chapter 3, verse 13. So our text, now here we are. Our text that we read originally, our foundation text in Isaiah chapter 10 and 27, tells us that the anointing breaks the yoke off the neck. Now let me read it to you again. And it shall come to pass, stay right where we are here in Habakkuk chapter 3 verse 13. So let's read that here first off. Hallelujah, glory be to God. Thou wentest forth for the salvation of the people, even for salvation with thine anointed. Thou woundest the head out of the house of the wicked by discovering the foundation unto the neck. Selah. So now, verse 27 of chapter 10 says, And it shall come to pass 
in that day that his burden shall be taken away from off thy shoulder and his yoke from off thy neck, and the yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing. The Amplified says the yoke shall be destroyed because of fatness, which prevents it from going around your neck. Now, you ladies don't have that problem. Amen. Hallelujah. But I know we men, we brothers, we gentlemen, whenever we put on a tie, I'm kind of struggling right here, trying to get this yoke buttoned up around my neck. But I can't get it buttoned up because of the fatness of the anointing around my neck. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. So now, listen to me. Now watch this. Listen to me now. Watch this. So now the principles that we just read in Habakkuk chapter 3 and verse 13 and in Isaiah chapter 10 verse 27, they give us scripture verses dealing with the neck. And everybody's on board with that, are we not? So the Lord said that he would break the yoke off the neck. Now, what did God say that he would do to his and your enemies in Habakkuk? It's right there before you. This is what he said. It's an open book test. This is what he said. Thou woundest the head out of the house of the wicked by discovering the foundation unto the neck. So then, why is the neck so important? Because without a healthy neck, the head can't function properly. That is why the devil wants to place yokes upon the necks of God's people. Because he understands if he can keep you in bondage, if he can keep you wrapped up, tied up, and yoked up, that you will never be able to go, to grow, and go for God. That's why he's trying to do what he wants to do. But the devil hates your anointing. But God will increase it for you. And there is nothing that the devil can do about that. How many of you like that? Why? Because when we are anointed, amen, and I'm closing it up right now, we have absolutely nothing to fear because that yoke has already been broken off of your necks because of the anointing. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Your neck should be so fat right now. Hallelujah. How many of you can get your hand around your neck? Can you get your hand around your neck? Hallelujah. Glory. Halfway around. Glory be to God. Well, all of you fat neck people in here, not stiff neck, but fat neck people, hallelujah, that are clothed under the anointing of Almighty God, the Lord is going to send a river. He's going to send a flood. He's going to send a tsunami of his anointing your way on this year. And it's up to you. Hallelujah. When you see it coming, don't back up and run away. But hallelujah, just get in and don't get in knee deep. Get in and don't get in uh, ankle deep. But get in, don't get in waist deep, waist deep. But get fully submerged in the anointing, the flood, that tsunami of blessings and anointing that the Lord is going to send your way. Come on and shout to the Lord. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. 
The Lord is sending that fresh anointing in you for a new year. Do you receive it on today?